At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family... Look for delicious Kroger brand products because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. This is My Guys in the Desert with Stormy Bonantoni on VSIN, the sports betting network. Okay, welcome into My Guys in the Desert. I'm not Stormy. I don't look like Stormy. My name is Holden Kushner, host of the Denver CityCast, presented by Bet Rivers. It is a podcast that all I do is talk about betting the local Denver teams. We've got a big show set up for you today. It'll be a fast hour. I'm going to start with a little NFL talk. I think there's a really cool prop bet on Bet Rivers. We're going to talk about the least points conceded in the National Football League this season, plus Julio just signed. My buddy Connor Allen from 4 to 4. He's going to hop on. We're going to talk about player props. And he found just like the most remarkable number on how you should not be betting overs on player prop futures in the National Football League. We also are going to talk some baseball today. I got thoughts on Juan Soto, and I had a chance to go down to the book here at Cirque. What a magnificent setting this is, by the way. Everybody said it was. Then you got to experience it for yourself. Went down, laid four bets down. Uh, talk about those as well. But let's get into it. We got a big story here to some. Uh, for me, eh. Yeah, it's another old guy joining Tom Brady. So Julio Jones, let's talk about him for a second and this Tampa Bay Buccaneers offense. So Julio is an old dude. He has had issues staying healthy, but he's also a guy that when he has played the Buccaneers, he has just ripped them apart. So what does this mean now for Tom Brady and this Bucs offense? I'm, I, first thing that went through my mind was maybe this is it for Gronk. Maybe Gronk's done. Because they brought in Kyle Rudolph, and now you've got Julio Jones. Chris Godwin, he's part of this. He's coming off a big injury. We'll see if he can really contribute much in the first half of the season. Russell Gage comes over also 
from Atlanta. Russell Gage and Julio Jones know each other. Um, but it's very interesting that the Green Bay Packers were in on this as well, a team that is desperate for a wide receiver. For me, ultimately, this is a player in a steep decline who has battled injuries over and over again in recent years. We see it. He doesn't practice very much anymore. Is it possible that Tom Brady comes along and gets Julio Jones into the fountain of youth? TB12, does it work? Just a few weeks out from the season. We're 44 days away, by the way, from that uh, kickoff of the NFL season. But for me, it doesn't move the needle much. It just adds depth. And I don't think we're going to see the Hall of Fame Julio Jones whatsoever. Could we see a couple blow-up games? Maybe. You know, maybe. He averaged only over 90 yards receiving per game. So this is a future Hall of Famer. But for me, it doesn't make the Bucs offense that much more explosive. It does give you a guy that has been there, that has done that, and he was on the other side of a 28-3. to Can you imagine that? Julio, Tom Brady going, hey, listen, let's forget about 28-3. to Everything's fine. I'm going to throw you the ball a whole bunch. Let's move on. And we're going to move on because we're going to go from offense to defense. I found a really, really cool prop on Bet Rivers, and that prop would be the least points allowed in the National Football League. Now, I don't think I need to explain it, right? The defense that gives up the least amount of points. So let's get to the board here because the Bills are the favorite. Uh, plus 500 to give up the least points in the NFL this year. Last year, they allowed the least points per game. 18.3. Brought in Von Miller to rush the quarterback. I kind of like that. Yeah, I, I like that move. Maybe not a big move for the regular season, but one that's big for the postseason when he stays in and he cares. Uh, they lost Levi Wallace, but this is still a very formidable group. That returns nine starters. Here's the problem with the Bills this year. They got the Rams, Chiefs, Ravens, Bengals, and Dolphins. The Dolphins a pair of times. Now, in the secondary, Tredavious White, who's one of the best in the business at quarterback, uh, he's coming back. He's going to start the camp, though, on Pup. So we're not going to see him right now. They did uh, spend their first-round pick on a quarterback, Kyir Elam. This defense is elite. But at 5-1, to one, the juice just isn't enough for me. Uh, I, I want to get more than 5-1 for one if I'm laying a futures down here. So I'm going to pass on the Buffalo Bills. But could we see them repeating as the best defense points per game allowed? Yes, absolutely. We're going to go to my backyard for the next one. Uh, we'll move on from the Bills. We'll go on to the Denver Broncos. Now, the Broncos at 7-1 to one last year, second in points allowed. It was a really interesting season. Now, they do lose head coach Vic Fangio, which I find... Very interesting because he really was the guy that was running the defense, and they were an elite unit. They have a great defense. I think they've upgraded in the offseason. Nine starters return. Randy Gregory starting camp on Pup. DJ Jones, he's here as well, defensive line. The problem for me as far as betting them to give up the fewest amount of points, their offense should be a lot better. Remember last year, Teddy Bridgewater, little sprinkle of Drew Locke, this was a team that was just running the ball, grinding out, grinding out games. It was boring to watch, by the way. Uh, but now you've got Russell Wilson and more of an up-tempo offense. I love the talent. I do have questions about Bradley Chubb and Josie Jewell staying healthy this season as they have just battled their whole time. So I'm going to take an AFC West team to concede the least amount of points. I don't think so. Now, I'm, I'm just not there. I'm not going to do it. I'm going to pass on them. But I am going to give you a bet that I like a whole bunch. Now, today, the San Francisco 49ers, they announced Trey Lance as their starting quarterback. No surprise there. We knew Jimmy G was on his way out for a little while now. But 
think what people forget about the Niners, they got good defense. They gave up 20.6 points per game last year, fifth in scoring defense in the NFL. They add cornerback Sharavius Ward, Kenny Hyder Jr. on the defensive line, Oren Burks as well. Now, they did lose Quan Williams. I think they're going to be fine. Their defense was excellent. They've got Nick Bosa. They brought in Fred Warner. Love it. One of the best, uh, Wagner. He's one of the best linebackers in the NFL. So you got Bosa, you got D Ford, you got Kinlaw, you get Armstead. This is a terrific defense. And now you throw their schedule into the mix. The Seahawks two times. Drew Locke possibly two times. Are you kidding me? Bears, Commanders, Panthers. This is a soft spot. This is a number that I like a lot. This is a number that I bet at 10 to 1, the San Francisco 49ers to lead the league in least points allowed. There are two other teams, I think, that at least have to be in consideration given their number, okay? There's the Rams. Now, last year, the Rams were tied for ninth in points allowed at 20.3. That's very respectable, especially given their high-octane offense. The fact that they could keep these other teams down was nice to see. Bobby Wagner comes to town. They lost Von Miller, of course. Aaron Donald, best pound-for-pound player on defense in the league. You also have a chance to see Jalen Ramsey again, who, by the way, was asked to be on PUP. He goes, I'm not a puppy. I'm not going on PUP. You got the best defensive lineman in the league. Uh, I think he is. Donald is the best cornerback in the league. That's a defense that you at least have to take into account. The Rams ranked fifth in sacks per game last year. They ranked fifth in rushing yards allowed per game. They're just going to have to hope that Bobby Wagner can produce at a Von Miller level. It's a star-studded defense. So after all of this building up the Rams' defense, right? 10-1, to 1, I'm not going to do it. I actually like the Niners a lot more in that division. So we're going to pass on the Rams, and we're going to get to my favorite bet. My favorite bet here, we're going to go down to New Orleans, Louisiana, the New Orleans Saints. Now, many are high on this team to win their division, to, to unseat the Buccaneers, at 15 to 1, let's check out what the Saints can offer us. Fourth fewest points last year, 19.7 per game. So they'll be in the mix this year. Key addition, the Honey Badger, Tyron Matthew at safety. They did lose Marcus Williams, but they brought Tyron Matthew in. Uh, they've got a couple of superstars Cameron Jordan, Marshawn Lattimore, one of the best corners in the game. Uh, so I like what we're doing here. Top level defense, in my estimation, once again, I think we see the Saints definitely in the mix. I'm not too afraid of their division either. So at 15 to 1, at 15 to 1, I got to take New Orleans. And I think that they are going to be coming out strong. They got the Falcons. Yes, they have the Buccaneers, but then the Panthers with either Baker Mayfield, Sam Donald, they get the Seahawks on their schedule. I mean, there's some nasty, disgusting, gross offenses that they get to play against. So again, I think this is just a, a really fun prop. And you can scroll down on a lot of these different sites, but the win total at eight, uh, all win total at nine. The one thing I like about the Saints, I don't want to bet win totals. I don't want to bet anything offensively for them. I am betting on the Saints defense has a legitimate shot to give up the least amount of points in the National Football League in 2022. And by the way, did I mention this already? 44 days. 44 days away from the start. You know, a lot of, a lot of moving pieces here. Training camp starting all over the place. A lot of big names on Pup. 
There was something else that I noticed, and I don't really think this is going to have a big impact when it comes to betting a team, but uh, it looks like Chris Carson's career could be over in Seattle. It's something I'm going to talk with Connor Allen for 4 for 4 about because there are some running back props in Seattle that might be worth a look, but again, if you're betting future props in the National Football League, there are some astounding numbers that are gonna, you're going to look at and go, wow, should we be blind betting unders in the National Football League? I, you know what? I don't, I, you tell me what they're going to set Julio Jones yardage and catch props at, and I might blind bet the under on that one. That number is going to have to pop sooner than later. Good luck getting Julio Jones out there for more than 11 or 12 games. He has constantly been banged up. That being said, he has played well with a bad hamstring, it seems as though every single season. Doesn't practice very much. Late signing here. Eh, The Julio Jones signing, I'll say it again, does not move the needle for me whatsoever. Now I'm going to come back on the flip side, talk some Major League Baseball. I got a full card of bets, went down behind me, laid them down, but it's now time for me to tell you about the VSIN football guides. They're coming soon. There's no better way to prepare for the college of pro football seasons. Our experts provide profiles of every single team with advanced stats and power ratings, plus best bets on season win totals, division finishes, and player awards. Now, to reserve your copy of the football betting guides today and to get access to everything we offer for the entire football season with a VSIN all access subscription, make this football season your best ever. Subscribe now at vsin.com backslash subscribe. I'm holding Kushner, my guys in the desert on VSIN, the sports betting network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare if you use paper you're a human but if you choose paper you're a papertarian someone who lives a paper-based lifestyle because it has a positive impact on the planet And also because it's the easiest choice you'll make all day. Seriously. It's as easy as reaching for boxed instead of bottled water. It's as easy as opting for beauty products that come in paper packaging. It's as easy as grabbing eggs in a cardboard container. And that's all in one trip to the grocery store, which, if we're being honest, you were planning to go to anyway. But paper isn't just an easy choice. Papertarians know that it's the smart choice, too. Because paper comes from trees, a renewable and sustainably managed resource. And paper products are designed to be recycled. In fact, when you choose products that come in paper-based packaging, those fibers can go on to be recycled up to seven times. 
So why wouldn't you go Papertarian? I'll wait. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to My Guys in the Desert with Stormy Bonantoni on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome back. This segment of My Guys in the Desert is presented by Zen Nicotine Pouches. Zen Nicotine Pouches are a fresher, simpler way to enjoy nicotine that have helped millions of people achieve lasting change by offering smoke-free and spit-free satisfaction. Zen understands there's not one right time to make a change. Everyone's timeline's a little different. Everyone's on their own journey. But whenever you feel like you're ready to take that first step toward change, Zen will be there for you. Check out Zen Nicotine Pouches at Zen.com. That's Z-Y-N.com. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. I think, I believe that you could tell that I am not Stormy. Uh, she has a much better voice than me, much uh, easier to listen to, but you got me nonetheless. Holden Kusher hanging out with you, host of the Denver City Cast, presented by Bet Rivers, hanging out on My Guys in the Desert today, tomorrow, and the next day. And also, you can catch me tonight in the nightcap. Uh, with Femi, he and I are going to have another great time this evening because for some reason, uh, he told me he thinks the Denver Broncos have the best wide receiver core in the NFL, and uh, that's just a joke. So he and I will go at it today. Anyways, welcome back. Uh, we're going to talk some more National Football League action with my buddy Connor Allen, 4 for 4. He's going to tell you some of the numbers about betting blind unders on NFL player props in the futures market. It's absolutely astounding. And while I don't think he's going to say, hey, we should bet blind unders. I mean, the numbers kind of say that uh, you might want to go that direction once in a while when it comes to player props. But I do want to talk some baseball. You know, it's great. We got a game on in the afternoon, little Cubs and Pirates. We got a whole bunch of action coming up tonight. Uh, before we do that, though, last night was a lot of fun doing the show with Femi because I'm telling them I'm sitting up there at the window or I'm standing downstairs by the window and I see a couple of guys come in with their bets. First guy goes, ah, Love the Padres tonight. Let me put a whole bunch of money down on the Padres. And I said to myself, maybe I should just start betting opposite the people that are coming to the window, right? What happens? Tigers go up 9-1. Padres get blitzed. Um, the next one, Dodgers run line, minus 155. And I'll say it again. If you're betting run lines at minus 155, you're going to lose a lot of money. It's <laughs> There's no way to be profitable when you're doing that. What happens? Gonsolin goes out, loses his first regular season game of the season. And this is actually a game I'll be targeting again. Probably put a pregame bet in. I have not done so yet. But look at the total of eight and a half. Josiah Gray, who admitted he was too amped up, 
in his first start against his former team. He was in the Trey Turner deal. He got rocked by the Dodgers, but they go out there, and I can't tell you enough about how the Dodgers' offense just is not the same machine that it has been in years past. Bellinger still isn't hitting. There's no Corey Seager. I thought the absence of Mookie Betts was the reason why they weren't scoring as much. It's not. They're just not putting the runs up. Team totals five and a half. I mean, if I have time between the break, I might run down and bet the under five and a half there tonight. My goodness. Now we're up to nine. Oh, boy. This is just looking too sexy for me to pass up. Okay. So that's the first thing. Heavy lean now toward unders in that Dodgers-Nationals game. We're going to start with this one, though. The marquee matchup this evening. And once again, I'm going against the grain. Yankees and the Mets. Now, what is my process? I'm always going to look at weather. I'm always going to look at the lineups. And you're going to see there is no Giancarlo Stanton in the lineup once again. Total here has dropped from eight to seven and a half. And then we've got a couple of team totals at three and a half, but that total was eight. Now, if you can get eight, I recommend you bet the under. I did that at minus 110 earlier today. We do have 80 degrees. Wind's blowing out five to eight miles an hour. I don't want to get too technical with you. I see about a 3% bump for the offense in this type of weather. It still doesn't concern me. we got Taiwan Walker going to the mound on one side and the lefty Jordan Montgomery on the other side. Now, I'm not backing a side, but I am backing the total to the under. Jordan Montgomery, all right? We'll start with him. Lights out season. Uh, he's just been terrific this year, and he's been very good against lefties as well. He's allowed one earned run. Uh, actually, that's Taiwan Walker. We'll get to him in a second. But he's been great, and the Mets have struggled against lefties, just a hard contact rate of 27%. That's 27th in all of baseball. On the other side, Taiwan Walker, 7-2, ERA. He's got a 109 whip, and he's gone. He really has had this personal transformation from a strikeout pitcher to a ground ball pitcher, to which I think a lot of cappers are looking at this going, well, he pitches the contact, and the Yankees are going to kill him. If you watch Taiwan Walker, and I get it, some of the opponents he's faced recently have not been top-notch. This Yankees offense is terrific, even without Giancarlo Stanton, but I love the fact that he's putting the ball on the ground a lot. So the Yankees will try to put the ball in the air, and I think Walker, the way he's pitched, can control the tempo of this game. So the Mets... Really bad against lefties. I already told you that. Here's another one. 239 batting average. Then the splits are 318, 371. So he's not even at 700. Uh, they're not even close to 700 when it comes to OPS against lefties. That's the offense for the Mets that I think is going to be quelled. I think the Yankees' offense will be quelled as well. Quelled? Do I use that normally? Not in normal vernacular, but I guess today is a special day for me. Uh, I think both teams struggle to put up the runs here. Little concern about the Yankees getting a walker early, but even if they do, uh, this just becomes a bullpen game, and the Yankees' pen is elite, and the back end of Diaz and Adovino is impressive for the Mets. Uh, so I would love to get the Mets team total to four. They're not going to lower it to three and a half. Money's coming in. I'm sure my uh, my $100 unit really moved this thing from 8 to 7.5. Give me a break. But in a series that has seen the over hit in seven of nine games, I'm going to go the other way here. I'm going to the under 8. If you can find an 8, 7.5, don't love it. Under 8, at least I could push there. Yeah, that's going to be my number. Um, under 8 for the Mets and the Yankees. Let's get to our next game. That'll be the Angels and the Royals. Ugh. Man, it's if you have been watching the Angels, and I watch a lot of Angels just because I love Otani's son. He's my favorite. He's the best. Uh, and, and Trout, too, when he actually plays, when he's healthy. But Royals here, minus 116. It was at minus 120. This game's in Kansas City. And the Royals quietly on a three-game win streak. Rookie Angel Zerpa 
Rhymes with Sherpa. He made his third major league appearance at his second start. He's 22. He's got a 1 2 9 ERA in just seven innings. What you're not going to see here is a 5 3 7 FIP and a 57% hard hit rate. So, in a very small sample here, he has gotten hit very hard. But am I worried about it? No. Here, let me just give you some angels, okay? Their batting average in July. Batting, batting average is still, you can look at a team and say, all right, if a team is batting 194, they're bad. They're batting 194 in the month of July. They are 3-15 and 15 in the month of July. Their team ERA is 5.11. And including their loss to the Royals on Monday, 7-0. They're averaging 2.7 runs per game. They scored two or fewer runs in 12 of the last 18 this month. It's just absolutely amazing. Now, you say to yourself, but the Royals bullpen... They're horrible. They have the highest whip in Major League Baseball. I'm not worried about that whatsoever. Listen, when a team is either red hot, like the Mariners just were, the Orioles just were, and when a team is ice cold, like the Angels have been here for a month, I just ride the train. Just I'm not getting off until they ended up losing it. So I, I'm not bothering. I'm not overthinking it. The Halos are in an absolute 100,000% free fall. Give me the Royals with cheese, minus 116. Is going to be the play tonight. This is more a bet against the Angels than it is backing the Royals. All right, one more game to get to, and then we're going to take a break. We'll come back. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll talk with some very important people. Padres-Tigers, okay? And this was another one last night. I told you I went to the window. Guy says, give me the Padres. They're a lock, minus 155. He made the bet, and he lost money. On the mound tonight for the Padres is Mike Clevenger. I love this dude. And when he was with Cleveland, he owned the Tigers. 8-2, and 1-6-5 ERA and 12 appearances. 11 starts. And shockingly, the worst offense in baseball, the Detroit Tigers, smashed four home runs last night, scored 12 runs in that 12-4 victory. So, oh, the Tigers, they had a big game. They're going to bounce back and have a big game tonight. No, they're not. No, they're not. I'm not worried about this at all. Uh, rookie right-hander Garrett Hill going to the mound, making his fourth start of the season for Detroit. He's a guy that's been up and down. From AAA this year, gave up three runs, five hits, and five-plus at Oakland. But San Diego, while they're scoring just 2.8 runs per game over the last five, they have a good matchup against Hill. I don't think, I don't think whatsoever that the Tigers are going to have enough to scrape up a run or two against Clevenger. My bet here, let's go. San Diego, first five, minus a half, minus 110. That's the play here. I think the Padres get off the schneid tonight and take care of business against the Detroit Tigers. So those are the plays. Just to recap them once again, we'll take this Tigers bet. Uh, we'll take this Padres bet. We'll go with the Royals at minus 116, and then the Yankees-Mets under eight. And I can't tell you enough, if you can find that number at eight, hit it. And if you don't see it, quit it. Just get rid of it. Uh, I did want to talk to you about Juan Soto, and maybe I'll have a chance to do that tonight with Femi. Uh, that'll be great on the nightcap comeback because I – as somebody that did the Mike Rizzo talk show for four years with the current general manager of the Nationals, kind of in his mind here with this process, I don't think Soto gets dealt to the offseason. I just don't see it happening. Okay, don't forget, there are a ton, and I mean a ton of Visa shows, including this one, My Guys in the Desert, available as podcasts. Couldn't tune in? Miss a segment? Gosh, I really need to see more Holden, don't I? Just download the show anywhere you get your podcast and just get caught up. We post the show every day. Plus, plus, we're putting out bonus mini pods every week. 
I didn't even know that. That sounds awesome. Subscribe to the My Guys in the Desert podcast now so you never miss a show. Connor Allen, 4 for 4. NFL props next on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Listen to my guys in the desert with Stormy Bonantoni on VSIN, the sports betting network. Holding Kushner hanging out with you here. Bet Rivers City Cast, the Denver City Cast. That is what I hope host, and I must say, it is the greatest show in the history of podcasts. Anytime you want to bet on a team from Denver, whether it be the Broncos, whether it be the Rockies, college football, college basketball, Avalanche, the Stanley Cup champions, just check it out. The Nuggets as well. Denver City Cast presented by Bet Rivers. All right, let's get into this here. My friend Connor Allen, four for four. I used to work for four for four just to be completely uh, upfront with you. The number four, F-O-R, and the number four again. Here is Connor Allen. Wonderful. Congrats on the wedding. Your life is over. You're going to a uh, foreign country. But before you did it, you decided to hop on this show. How are you today, my friend? Yeah, I mean, I would want nothing more than to talk about football the day before my honeymoon. And I'm sure that my wife is already ready to divorce me with how much work I'm getting done, you know, but, you know, got to pay the bills somehow. Yeah. And listen, a lot of people make timing mistakes. Uh, At least you didn't do it week one of the regular season. You know, It's (laughs) it's a good time to take a vacation. Before we get into this, uh, all this work you did on your thread on Twitter, I, w- I want to get into Julio real quick. I came out top of the show. Doesn't move the needle too much for me. Uh, I, is he a possession receiver? Is he a red zone threat? Is he a guy that can you know, play a number of snaps in a game at this point in his career? What do you see out of Julio Jones? Because for me, it's an okay signing. It just adds a little depth. And the other side would be, I don't think Gronk's coming back now. They signed Rudolph and Julio. That kind of, to me, is a sign that maybe he's done. Yeah, I think you're spot on there. And I also don't think that he moves the needle too much. But at the same time, though, in the prop markets, so something we were able to get down on at 4 for 4 was we took Russell Gage's under at 725 and a half yards because along with the Julio news, we also got news that Chris Godwin was already cleared to practice in training camp and is well ahead of his ACL recovery. So with him on track to potentially play week one, with Julio signing, uh, you know, I think that Russell Gage probably mixes in a little bit more, a lot less than we thought. You know, originally coming into... The offseason, we kind of viewed him as like a secure number two role there behind Mike Evans. But now at this point, with Godwin probably healthier, maybe getting ramped up a little early in the season, but still probably healthier. And Julio uh, probably mixing in as well. I think the Russell Gage is under is an interesting look if you're able to find that. But in terms of win total, in terms of futures, yeah, like you said, just doesn't move the needle. I mean, whatever. Can we we're going to talk about blind betting in a second. We just blind bet Julio's under whatever they said it at. We can't do that, can we? I mean, maybe, honestly, it, de- it depends. I'm really interested. I, I would probably put it around like 600 or so, that's 650. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think that's fair. If you're getting like an 800, uh, that's a for sure under. Uh, you know, that 700, I think, is still worth considering, too, because beyond the injury history, I'm just not sure how much juice he's got left at 33 years old. Oh, my God. We might be licking our chops just, oh, when is this Julio prop coming out? 700, bet the under. So we're going to talk about betting, player prop, futures to the under. Did a great study here on Twitter, at Connor Allen. So I see this. If you bet blind every single under last year in the futures market, you would have won more than 68 units, hitting 66.6% of your bets. Are you kidding me? Seriously? Just blind betting? 
Yeah, just blind betting. Uh, if you looked at all the different categories here, uh, rushing touchdowns hit the under at 76% of the time, passing yards 74%, passing touchdowns 74%, receiving yards went under 65%. Literally every single category I tracked was positive with uh, you know the lowest one being uh, receiving touchdowns only hit five, 55%. But I mean, that's an only, you know, like you're looking at most people would love to hit 55% on, on, on things. And this blindly betting, you know, netted you 68 units. Now this is something that I I've talked with other betters about, uh, and they've said that, yeah, like this is a pretty consistent trend, uh, for multiple years and something that I just started finally doing research on because I had a hunch that it could be, you know, around high fifties, maybe low sixties. And we're getting, you know, 60 plus percent. Hey, if something's hitting at 76.47% on rushing touchdowns, why are we not just blind betting everybody there? Yeah, I, I think that there needs to be more research on like kind of the stability of these categories year to year and things like that. And then positionally as well, um, because I just took one year sample uh, because with the legalization of, of sports betting in newer states, you know, there's just not a ton of information that's easy to get in terms of what the closing line was. You know, and this is a closing lines too. That's the other crazy thing is that if you took openers, you probably got even better numbers on some of this stuff too. Uh, so beyond that though, I think that you probably want to look at multiple years. So, you know, next year I'm going to track it as well. I'm trying to get data from previous years, but it's not always easy to get, but I do think that you could, you could feel confidently, you know, blind betting almost every single under. But you wouldn't do it. I mean, this uh, again, just blind I mean, betting is blind betting is a very uncomfortable concept to actually do it. But again, if you find these numbers, if you spend half your honeymoon digging into these numbers, convincing <laughs> your, your new wife here that you're trying to make the family money, please get back to me and let me know what you find. Because blind betting is very uncomfortable. But again, a 76% hit rate. And let me just take a little right-hand turn on you, Connor, just for me. I will never, ever, ever bet an over on a running back. And I remember, oh, Derrick Henry is totally going to smash. No, listen, the guy had 5,000 touches, right? For me, one of the dumbest bets in the futures market ever is going to be betting an over rushing yard total. Have you ever done that? Um, I, I'm sure at some point in my life I have, but I don't, you know, not this year. Uh, and I totally agree. Just their injury history is so, so rich. And that's actually one of the reasons that I think that all of this is explainable and all the research is because there are so many factors that go into betting unders. One of it is injury to the player. You know, players get injured all the time. All your player has to do is play one snap throughout the season um, for most of these bets to count. Uh, and, th you know, that is that is it. So they get injured week one, you win, you're under. Um, and then beyond that, too, if a running back's quarterback gets injured or the offensive line gets injured, you know, obviously their efficiency probably goes down. Uh, and so, like, all of those factors kind of culminating here makes it just, like, so much harder. Everything has to go right for them to hit the over, essentially, or at least most things, whereas all it takes is one or two things to go wrong for them to hit the under. So that's kind of my approach. And I think you hit the nail on the head there with, with running back unders definitely being the way to go. Uh, Connor Allen talking some NFL futures with us here. Four for four. My name's Holden Cushion for Stormy. So I want to get back to this passing yards and passing touchdown prop because I, the running back thing I get, you know, it's, they're going to get injured all the time. You really can't, you can't say that the passing yard and touchdown props went under 74% of the time because of injury. I mean, is there anything that you found here with quarterbacks? Because that was a little bit surprising, especially the number. You know, you tell me 58, 60%, that's a heavy number. I said, oh, okay, I kind of get it. But 74%, what's going on with these quarterbacks? I don't think there's that many injuries to explain it. So what are the other reasons? Yeah, I mean, beyond that, too, just, just in general with betting unders and betting overs, 
you know, you have to think about kind of the mentality and psychology of what people want to bet on. And I think that comes, you know, is applicable to the entire season. People want to bet on overs. Um, so generally, sportsbooks tend to set the lines, you know, a little bit higher than, uh, you know, we'd expect here. And I think that leans toward and, you know, lends towards unders hitting more often than we'd think, because no matter what, they're still going to get action on the over on a lot of this stuff. So, um, I mean, personally, again, it's another of those things that I'd love to take it like a look at a multi-year sample, kind of, you know, take a step back from that. But, you know, I also think potentially, too, with, uh, you know, last year of them going to a 17-game season versus 16-game season, maybe, you know, more players set out at the end. You know, like, those are types of things that maybe the sportsbooks just weren't ready to adjust for. I, I don't know entirely. And I, but I do think, though, that, as you mentioned, you wouldn't blind bet all the unders. I, I totally understand that beyond just, one, not wanting to blind bet anything. But two, you also don't want to risk, like, 280 units uh, before the season because <laughs> even at whatever, a hundred bucks a pop. I mean, you're running pretty deep here uh, with just on uh, season long prop. Yeah. I don't like it when my seven-year-old daughter takes my $5 and doesn't give it back to me. I definitely don't want the books holding on to my money for futures props. I don't want to do too many of them, but again, betting the under seems like uh, the way to go blindly on a lot of these things, but no doubt uh, s- some more digging into the numbers would help. But before I let you go, uh, the explosion of player props in this market here, you and I are huge into it, and I know that you're posting stuff all the time. I spend a large portion of my week. Talk to me. What do you think the edge is that we have here? Because the NFL, to me, is the toughest sport to bet. The one soft spot to me still is the player prop market. Right. I, sportsbooks set so many player props. It's just impossible for them to you know, be as accurate as a lot of these companies and services. So you know, uh, I'll give a quick plug here to 4 for 4 because – you know, our guy, John Paulson, has, you know, a specific models that he's hand adjusting, you know, multiple times a week, like throughout every single week, looking at historical trends, looking at opponent matchups, everything. So, you know, like there's just no way that sportsbooks are putting in that amount of time here to setting these lines. And it allows for just a massive edge on openers. And with season long props, obviously they get bet, you know, towards the right direction. Almost everything we bet on a season long standpoint has moved our way. I think actually every single one has so far of the 18 that we've bet. But you know, again, they're, they're closer to, they're letting the market shape them and then going from there and hopefully just picking up more action. Uh, So, but right. Go for it. You know how much I I respect your work Four for fours work, get out of here, clear your mind, put the rest of your bets in and we'll catch you when you come back from the honeymoon. All right. Appreciate it. Holden. Thanks so much. Thank you, Connor. You got it, man. Connor Allen, four for four.com. Again, my name is Holden Kushner, uh, here on my guys in the desert. You can follow me on Twitter at Holden Radio, player props to me is where it's at. Uh, again, anybody tells you betting the NFL is easy. Even, even guys like Salinas, who are the best in the James Salinas, who are the best in the world, it's not easy. Um, and that there's one soft spot, and the books just have not caught up to us yet. The algorithm has not caught up to the betters. It's the only place we can win money consistently, and I think even the novices in this business. Okay. My guys in the desert, we're going to preview the Mets and the Yankees. We'll talk a little baseball. Next on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. If you use paper, you're a human. But if you choose paper, you're a papertarian. Someone who lives a paper-based lifestyle because it has a positive impact on the planet. And also because it's the easiest choice you'll make all day. Seriously. It's as easy as reaching for boxed instead of bottled water. It's as easy as opting for beauty products that come in paper packaging. It's as easy as grabbing eggs in a cardboard container. And that's all in one trip to the grocery store, which, if we're being honest, you were planning to go to anyway. But paper isn't just an easy choice. Papertarians know that it's the smart choice, too. Because paper comes from trees, a renewable and sustainably managed resource. And paper products are designed to be recycled. In fact, when you choose products that come in paper-based packaging, those fibers can go on to be recycled up to seven times. So why wouldn't you go Papertarian? I'll wait. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to My Guys in the Desert with Stormy Bonantoni on VSIN, the sports betting network. If you want more betting insights to give you an edge, you better check out VSIN's Best Bets podcast. You can listen to daily sports betting highlights. For the entire 24-7 stream of VSIN experts tracking line moves, odds, props, wins, losses, bad beats from sportsbooks in Vegas and across the country, download the VSIN Best Bets podcast now at vsin.com backslash podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, yeah. That's where I get my podcasts. Holden Kushner hanging out with you, and it is my guys in the desert, and we're going to wrap things up with a little baseball talk. We've talked a lot of football today. We'll run down my card. We'll see what uh, John Legaza from 
The Athletic thinks about my picks. We'll get his thoughts on his picks. He has a New York accent, so we're definitely talking Yankees and Mets. John, welcome back to the program, and it's wonderful to talk with you. How busy of a card you got tonight? Um, I've actually been taking it kind of easy. You actually mentioned the pigskin. I've been making my transition over. I have a mm. weekly oracle at the Athletic too. So I'm really just kind of focusing on these really great, you know, plus money plays, maybe a handful, three to five every day, trying to stay in the black. Really, you know, sustainability is always at the basis of a good baseball betting plan because there's so many opportunities, you know? No question. Um, I was just doing it last night. Like, I think I'll probably bet close to 600 games this year. I was talking yeah. it out. 162 is like 170 something days. And then your volume betting four to five, not including live betting. I mean, it might be 700 plays a year. Yeah. And that might be considered on the light end. Yep. A lot of people put out 10 plays, a dozen plays. Some people do that for each slate PM and, you know, well, not AM, but early and late, I guess I should say. So, yeah, I guess even as conservative players, there's your point is the sample is so large that you really shouldn't ever feel pressed. This is probably a good time for my favorite lesson is, hey, listen, every bet, you know, no bet is better than a bad bet. For every 10% you lose, it takes 11 to get it back. All right, let's stop messing around. What's your best bet All tonight, right. Legazi? What's your best bet tonight? What are you on? Man, I, I got a few. One of them, okay, so I'm going to go with the total base props, and it's really been these, I don't even know how you put it, like a, these kind of targeted approaches by teams when they go against different handed hitters and it's really been one of my pure sources of edge right now what i'm getting at is a lineup like the giants i mentioned austin Slater against lefties and righties the lineup is totally disparate and we don't see that reflected so we know the giants have a lefty we know austin Slater's gonna lead off he opened up today at plus 120 i've been having kind of habit of moving lines it's now it's plus 105 but let's get into it. The Giants are up against Tyler Gilbert. It's been a rough go for him. 5-4 ERA, 1-2-5 whip. A little low for the 770 OPS. Let's go to the indicators. FIP, XFIP, Sierra, all north of five and a quarter. Single digit K minus walk. Single digit swinging strike. 50 fly ball, 13 barrel, more than two home runs per nine. All the things we're generally looking at. But it's because he's struggling against righties. We know the vast majority of hitters, not really who you want to be struggling against. They have a 5-12 slug on the year. And it's because... I think I have to say it's not always that the pitcher is bad, but the arsenal maybe is not robust enough. It's a cutter and a sinker combining for more than 50% use. They have an 800x slug minimum each. Like that that math just doesn't work out. You can't have 50% in, 800 expected slug out. That's going to wind you on the midnight bust at Puscaloosa. So give me Slater, who just kills lefties this year. 42 hard hit, double-digit barrel, 303 batting average, 175 ISO, 882 OPS. And if we don't get it early, they, that pen has been just terrible in Arizona. Bottom five, pretty much across the board. So plus money, you know we love that because that way we only need a 50% win rate to keep a nice return on investment against sustainability. You know? No, absolutely love it. I mean, dog money is the way to go. Uh, yeah. You know, that's why I'm a, live be a big live better. You're just going to get dog money, and you're going to get monster dog money for teams that fall mm -hmm. behind early. It's a, it's a it's an easy system, uh, and then when you lose four or five in a row, you say it's not an easy system. So it's just <laughs> a system. So you and I are on a correlated bet here. I got the Padres tonight, first five, run line, minus 110. Last night was an utter debacle for this team. They're not scoring runs, 2.8 over the last five games, but it is the Tigers. And I don't want to overreact to them scoring a dozen runs last night because this offense, to put it bluntly, it sucks. It might be the worst in Major League Baseball. What do you like in this game? Because for me, it's the first well, I, five. 
Well, the, the two of us, we're simpatico on the run line. I think maybe I'm just a little bit cheaper than you are, right? I have these really deep pockets and these really short arms. doesn't always work. And the F5 run line, I sort at minus 140. That's generally where I draw the line. I just don't like to pay. Even the J word itself has got me itching. I'm allergic to juice. I saw the full game run line down near even money, minus 105, minus 110, right where it's okay. You know, that standard VIG is all right. I don't know. Clev Dog feels like – I feel like we have the – distinct upper hand as far as pitching goes. He's been excellent. 350 ERA, 640 OPS, 17K minus walk, 12% swing and strike. So he's kind of getting back to that strikeout pitcher that we originally saw. And again, my favorite term, he's a grill master, keeping it low, keeping it slow, ribs falling off the bone, holding 40% ground ball, 26% hard hit rate via BIS, a 308 expected wall, but that's jumping off the page. That slider is a money pitch, right? We mentioned the problems with the cutter before, a pitch you want to be throwing 25% of the time, like Clev Dog is, that slider, 193x lug, 36% whiff rate, just excellent, and Hill just not great. All the earn run indicators, north of five and a quarter, and all the single digit swing and strike rate, single digit came out as walk. You know, you feel like I'm beaten, you know, beaten like a, a a dead horse sometimes, but it is what it is. The stats are just not aligned for this pricing. San Diego has been hitting the ball hard, number one in hard hit rate out the gate since All-Star break. We know the Detroit offense is bad. You actually mentioned the dozen runs. That's exactly when I want to get after them. Mm -hmm. The opposite of buying the dip is selling the rip. The Detroit Tigers are not a 12-run team. Let's just say they're out of gas. This is when we want to go after him. I think Clev goes five or six, hands it over to the better part of the bullpen in San Diego, which has been an issue at times. But I do think we get it done. Remember, we only need two runs. We don't have to blow them out. Give me five, two, six, one. I, I think we get it done today easy in San Diego. Eight and two, one, six, five, and 12 uh, career appearances against the Tigers as Clevenger. And he's talked about how much he loves facing Detroit. So uh, that's <laughs> something else that I kind of like. Now, I believe, John, John Legaza with The Athletic, I believe you sleep in your Yankees jersey and there's kind of a big game coming up tonight with the Yankees and the Mets. No Giancarlo Stanton, uh, Jordan Montgomery going up against the lineup here. I'm seeing a whole, what do we got, seven right-handed hitters for the Mets tonight. On the other side, Taiwan Walker, guy that's been pitching to contact more than striking teams out. I get it. He's had kind of a soft schedule recently, but he's a ground ball pitcher. And I look at this number being eight, and, and some places, some shops have dropped it to seven and a half. Uh, which I was a little surprised. I thought I was going to be contrarian going to the under here. What's your take on the amount of runs scored in the Subway Series? Again, I think I'm going to take the cowardly way out. I have my eye on the back door. Sometimes my favorite lean is up against the wall with my money safely in my pocket because then it meant the, the lesson that I mentioned before, I just don't feel comfortable on any side here. I'd love to say that anytime you see the Yankees involved in a game with a seven and a half, I'm automatically thinking over. We know Montgomery has kind of gotten jobbed in the win column, but that's not enough to get it done for me. Both of these teams, excellent in all three phases of the game. Could end 3-1, could end 10-8. Again, I just don't like to push fade. I like to look for more kind of advantageous situations, ones that I really feel confident being able to lay out these robust arguments for. I just don't have it, Yankees-Mets. I'm going to be watching, though. And for the record, this is not a shirt. This is a tattoo. I'm shirtless. Oh, you're sure? That's... <laughs> Very disturbing. Heaven forbid. <laughs> that is very disturbing. I don't even know if I want to do this interview anymore. But you know what? I still got time in the show, and I got to fill it. So uh, let me ask you about the, the the Royales against the Angels tonight. I love just jumping on teams that are awful, and it doesn't get much worse. Three and fifteen for the Angels. I'm not betting on the Royals tonight at minus one sixteen. This is a bet against the Angels at this point. Really, how do you not back the team going up 
against the Halos. They are an absolute disaster. Debacle, Travis Shamakri. I got the Royals tonight, minus 116. Yeah, I, I, I almost don't blame you. I hate to take these kind of blind bets, but there is something to dogpiling on teams that are tail spinning. You know, there isn't any box score for that, right? We don't have a standings right. column for that. But the bottom has fallen out for L.A., and until that bounces, it's okay to attack them. Generally, when I see names like this on the starting schedule, the probable list, I should say, like Angel Zerpa, I would generally just be thinking over, right? When I see Suarez and Zerpa, I'd probably be thinking over. Yeah. One of these two is going to collapse, although, like you said, trying to rely on the Angels to score right now, it seems like a fool's errand. This is another one I would just get away from, man. Yeah. I, I don't want anything to do with it. That's fine. I just wanted to bring it up because it almost yeah. is like a blind bet. Same thing. You yeah. see a team getting five, six straight wins like the Mariners. You jump on. I think we had seven or eight games that we could just tail. You know, the other side, you got it with the Orioles that were red hot. Uh, John, it's wonderful catching up with you again. Thank you very much for Thank the time. You. And go enjoy the games tonight. I will. Appreciate you, man. All right. Thanks to John for hopping on. Of course, my buddy Connor Allen from 4for4.com. Britain, our producer. Wonderful job by McKellen. Everybody behind the scenes finally getting a chance to check out the studios here in Las Vegas, beautiful sports book. I mean, you want to talk about gorgeous. What a great place to sit down and go watch some games here at the circus. So we got that. I'll be back on tonight with Femi for the nightcap. We got a lot to discuss there too. A lot of NFL news coming down. Now, Sammy Watkins, he's not going to be present for the start of Packers camp. I mean, who is Aaron Rodgers throwing to at some point in time? We knew Watkins was going to get hurt, but come on, this is ridiculous. Okay. Follow me on Twitter at Holden Radio. Thank you so much for tuning in today. And again, tonight's Bets Bet. We'll go with Kansas City minus 116. This has been my guys in the desert. Follow me on Twitter at Holden Radio. Thanks for checking out VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.